Welcome to Get Your Heart On. I'm Gia Duke. Gia here. How are you guys doing? How are you? I know it's such a funny, strange question right now, asking how we are with all that's happening uh, in the world, but I still want to check in with you and make sure that you are doing okay and let you know that I am still here and I will still keep being here every week for you guys. Okay? So we're going to talk about actually how we're doing and how to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Again, more of that along with some inspiration and just some things I've been noticing that have been going on around me that are keeping me going and I hope that it will help you too. Looking back to last week, as everything started to change more rapidly, I realized I was really in that like go, go, go mode like so many of you were. And We were just like running around, kind of making sure we had necessary supplies, that we had stocked up on some extra food, and the jokes, right? People went nuts on toilet paper and hand sanitizer, and we were making plans for our kids and our work and our families and all that. We were just like kind of running around. But one thing we had was focus, and we had direction, and we had timelines given to us. Then schools closed, sports stopped, events got canceled, Restaurants started shutting down. Social distancing started. And here in San Francisco, where I live, we were told to shelter in. So we turned online. I even did my first Facebook Live last week. Maybe some of you were there. Thanks for showing up. That was really fun, just trying to figure out how to do that. And I just really wanted to show my face and connect with whoever was there to remind people that social distancing doesn't mean social isolation. I saw that someone said we should be calling it physical distancing, right? We should change it to that. So if if hearing the word social distancing makes you feel isolated, think about just physical distancing because that's really what we're doing. We can still do so many things to connect with one another and be social with, you know, video chats and Zoom conference calls and all the things people are putting together where you can still see somebody or go on a walk and see somebody across the street. So we can still be social. We're just keeping our physical distance to make sure we're all not spreading the coronavirus. So it makes way more sense. I'm going to call it physical distancing (laughs) from now on. And some amazing things I noticed started happening. More community was being created online. You guys seeing that? Of course you are. And I love that so much because you know I am all about creating community. And in fact, it's a section of my book. I talk about how to create community in real life, online. And here's some things that I was so impressed by and inspired by, and other people are sharing this online as well, and I love it. So here's some things I noticed. One Simple Wish, which is an amazing organization, has been donating laptops to anyone that has ever been in foster care or is currently in foster care to make sure kids can get access to virtual learning. Super cool and so important. Food banks started getting in more donations, and I saw people setting up groups to make deliveries to the elderly or people that were more at risk saying, I'll go run some food, who needs something, who needs the supplies, and people were rallying together. So awesome. Teachers, tons of posts were going around um, online about this where teachers were offering their skills to help with homeschooling. So you guys use these resources. If you're not seeing any of these, reach out to me, let me know and I'll connect you. 
I had lots of friends just start being creative and doing what they do, but now they threw it up online, which is really fun. There's all these classes now. My friend Dina started doing virtual workouts. My friend Sam, my old trainer, he's doing workouts like in his home. He's got these great um, videos of like, how can you lift weights with cans in your kitchen? And my sister-in-law, Amanda, she started healthy eating groups and sharing recipes. Jesse, another friend, did some breath work. There have been music concerts trivia nights. My friend Michael hosts these awesome trivia nights that I've heard him talk about. He usually does them in person where he lives and I've never been able to attend. And now that this is happening, he's taking them online. So last week he did, or a few nights ago, he did a Harry Potter trivia, which I jumped on there with other people. And we were just chatting in the comments as he's asking questions and writing down our answers. I didn't do very good because I realized I was even trying to have Tobin help me because we used to read those books together. But we realized we never read past book four. And I think I saw some of the movies, but it's been too long. But it was still fun to be there with other people. He did a friend's night and we'll probably host more of those. My friend Joel, who's a musician, started doing concerts online. Um, I've seen bingo games. I, I participated in a dance party by Robin Applewood. He DJed. He's a musician here in San Francisco. And he set up like a booth with a green screen with a disco ball going behind him. I'll, I'll link a picture. I took some screenshots of these. And you guys can check it out in the show notes. So many amazing things people are doing to get people together virtually. So awesome. Make sure you check those out or participate in them if you're feeling isolated or kind of alone. And what happened with me was when it all started happening, like I said, we were in that go, go, go mode. We got all our supplies, we hunkered down and then went online and I wanted to show up to everything. I wanted to cheer on my friends. I wanted to support every single one of them and all that they were doing and creating. But by midnight on Wednesday, I realized I couldn't keep this up because along with getting online, with all the good that was going on, came more information and opinions and suggestions and news. And I saw so many things that were like, do this, don't do this, please do this. And whatever you do, don't do that. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? So that can be good or hard or confusing as we all have so many different ways of working through this It's, you know, uncharted territory. We don't know what we're doing. We've never been here before. And then as we're reading all this stuff and seeing all these things, all our own feelings are coming up. And so I'm just trying to remind myself that, you know, everyone really means well. I truly believe that. And to remember, we don't know where someone has been or what they've been through or what they're going through. So don't take things personally, but do take care of you. See what I did there? don't do this and do that. See, now I'm one of them. So there I was Wednesday night, midnight, when it hit me, the wall, that is, I hit the wall. I pretty much just passed out and I woke up so exhausted. I felt completely anxious and heavy and frustrated. One cool thing as a life coach is that a huge part of what we do is that we study our thinking and our brains. And we help our clients to do the same. We talk about how our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our actions create the results in our life. So knowing this, I knew that what was creating how I felt wasn't the coronavirus itself. It wasn't that I was told to shelter in. It was the thoughts that were running wild and crazy in my mind all about the coronavirus and everyone's reactions to it. So I was thinking things like, this is a lot right now, almost too much. And that made me feel 
so overwhelmed. I was thinking, what about all the people who don't have work or childcare or are worried about their next meal? And that made me feel sad and just hopeless. And then another thought that was running through my mind was, I am not doing enough to help. Why can't I just get my shit together? And that thought made me feel just anxious and frenzy and um, pressure. I just felt all this pressure on myself. And all of these types of thoughts that were in my head were making me feel stressed, exhausted, sad, helpless. And that's why I was feeling wiped out and depleted. So I knew I needed some new thoughts to think and a major brain break. For me, what that meant was I decided the next day, I'm going to have a movie marathon day. And I just watched totally mindless movies, whatever was on TV. And then I got a good night's sleep. This one's huge, you guys. Often when I feel the worst, I realize I've slept really bad. And I'm like kind of going through my day in a fog. If you're feeling like that, just give yourself a break. Even if you can't go take a nap, just don't make any big decisions or take anything to heart as much if you're feeling foggy and sleepy. If any of you are moms, we know the sleepy haze when we had babies or if you have babies now, that don't make decisions when you're like that or beat yourself up too much, okay? Try to get a good night's sleep. And then I decided to consciously start my day. So that meant no phone checking. I didn't turn it on and we are grabbing them more than ever, right? And no social media. Even though there was all this really cool stuff going on, I said, no, I'd pick up my phone, I put it down, no, don't look. Instead, I went in the kitchen and I cooked for a little bit. I made breakfast, I cleaned the kitchen, I turned on some fun music, I pick, was picking songs and musicians I don't necessarily listen to very often. I was playing the Beatles and I was playing, I don't even know what, just random things and then letting it shuffle. And then later I organized my office a little bit because it kind of looked like a tornado hit it. I went for a walk with Sammy, all these little normal things. I started to integrate them back into my day. Instead of watching and reading what was going on and watching what was happening, I started doing some things physically in my world. And my body loved it. I started to feel so much better. And why that was, was not just because I was doing all those, but also because my mind noise, all that stuff in my head was calming down. And so then I decided, okay, let me check out some of these thoughts that are really bothering me and try to think of some new ways, some new spins to look at them. The first one was, this is a lot right now, almost too much. And even though it could be a true statement, here's how I flipped it to feel a little better. This is a lot right now, and that's okay. Do you see the difference? Just adding, and that's okay, makes your body feel like a little bit more of ease, right? Like, Okay. All right. It is a lot, fact, but that's okay. Okay. Just kind of gives you a little break. Another one I flipped was there are some amazing programs and people and communities being created right now to help people find work or help with childcare and are offering assistance. It's not all on me. Okay. And the other one was we can help one another to get through this together right? So big hearted people, we tend to take it all on or feel like it's something we've got to solve or go fix. So we want to grab our capes out of the closet and put them on and go into rescue mode. I'm going to do an episode on that, but we're not going to do that. We need to take care of ourselves. We're going to help together collectively. That helped me so much more having that thought in my head. 
And you can do the same thing too. That's why I'm sharing this with you. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, how am I feeling? And then take a piece of paper and write down a few thoughts that are running around in your mind without any supervision. This is not exercise where you think real hard and monitor your thoughts. You're just writing down anything that pops in your head. And then I want you to look at the ones that you see that make you, you say them out loud and see which ones are causing you the most anxiety, overwhelm, things that aren't being productive for you. Okay. Then ask yourself if you can find a spinoff or a flip on a few of them, just like I just showed you with mine, that just feel a little bit better. This will help you so much. I promise you. And then remember that our big hearted community, you guys, there are some amazing people here in our community that you are already out there making a difference because collectively we are showing up. We are being kind and even more compassionate and empathetic than we've ever been. And we are still caring about one another. And so many of you are at least doing one thing, right? To help somebody in some way. So think of all of us doing one little thing times up by hundreds, thousands. That's enough right now, just one at a time. So I hope that's helpful to you. I wanted to share with you what I've been going through this week to remind you that even the girl who helps the helpers, that's what I do. I wrote the help help book, get your heart on, that I feel lost and overwhelmed at times. Okay. I'm not exempt from this, just like nobody is. And I always have to keep checking in with myself What am I thinking that's causing me to feel a certain way that is creating my actions that is giving me the results in my life? I've got to do that inner work so then I can regroup and reboot. It's a forever process. It's something we always do. It's a journey for all of us. And if you're feeling at all like me, I hope this episode also reminds you to, yes, do what you do best as a big hearted person to check in, to see that others are okay, because that's what makes us just who we are, right? And also pay attention to how you're feeling. So you take that downtime that you need and then turn it around into go time, which is where I am right now. I actually re-recorded this because I recorded it the other day and I realized I'm still in that place of feeling like needing a break. And I just showed, I couldn't show up here. And then today I feel refreshed and ready to go. Not that it won't change tomorrow, but that's where I am right now. All right, coming up, I wanted to tell you that I have some amazing guests lined up that I know you are going to love. Yay, we haven't had a guest in a while, so I'm excited. I also wanted to share with you that I decided to kick off a brand new weekly email series called, wait for it, Little Loves Apps. How fun is that? right? Do you guys think it's as fun as I do? (laughs) I've been waiting to do this actually for a while and I'm deciding that now is the perfect time because with all of the heavy things that are happening in the world and with the news and all the stuff that's kind of inundating us, I also think we really could use some inspiration and lots more love. Hello, always lots more love and positive messages. So that's what it's going to be. I'll also link in there my latest podcast episode. If I have any cool resources that I found or something amazing that I think you guys are going to love, I will be sharing that with you as well. It'll just be short and sweet. It's not a newsletter, so don't worry. It's not just one more boring thing to read that's going to clutter your inbox. I promise you. It's literally little zaps of love from me to you. Okay? So if you want to hop on there, make sure to click on the link that I have in the show notes to sign up and I'll make sure that it gets to you, okay? Sending you so much love 
and self-compassion right now. Please take care of you. As you know, we need you and your big heart now more than ever. Okay? All right. I'm sending you guys so much love, gigantic hugs. Yes, I said it, a hug. And if you were standing next to me in real life and we were allowed to, I would give you a big hug if you would let me. All right, you guys, find me on social. If you're online more now, I'm just Gia Duke at Instagram, Gia Duke at Facebook. I'm going to try to pop on live more often and also be posting a lot more. So more inspiration, more love, more connection, and I'd love to connect with you. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye.